0: Welcome to Season 2 of Anime Attaché. We are part of the Fundamentals Network and this is an introduction show to everything anime. All of it. Mostly something specific, but we like to pretend we're talking about all of it.
1: Someday, someday we'll get to all of it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just give us like, I don't know, five, ten years. We'll get there. Yeah. That's what, that's enough time. We just need time. Because there's a thousand episodes of One Piece. Do you think we can do that in like 50 years? Yeah, that seems reasonable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we're all old and we're talking
0: about it. Does (laughs) it (laughs) seem (laughs) reasonable? A old people like, and then the pirates got their ship back.
1: We're gonna, this is what we're, this is our retirement plan. We're all gonna end up in the same, like, old folks' home. Yes! And we'll keep watching
0: anime together.
2: (laughs) I'm sold. Seriously. That is all I I need. I could be the administrator.
0: Perfect. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> is take care of old people, so Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> my name is B Zelda. My pronouns are they them, and I'm gonna be your host, sensei, and geriatric anime lover. Always. <laughs> This is good. How about you two?
2: My name is Kelsey. My pronouns are she, her. I'll be the organizer of all uh, geriatric anime activities.
1: (laughs) And I'm Steven, he, him, and uh, I'll be the one who forgets everything.
3: (laughs) Steven, we
0: just watched this episode. Come on. get it together oh my god i'll make you re-listen to episodes of anime attaché just so you could remember that you were in fact a part of the whole thing yes <laughs> all right so uh we are watching episode or we are talking about episode seven of cowboy bebop this one was titled heavy metal queen which led to a lot of really fun assumptions about what it was going to be none of which were right right <laughs> We really went towards the literal and while it was kind of literal, it wasn't an actual
2: It definitely didn't go the direction we were anticipating. Kelsey, Kelsey
1: was the closest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later. For now, let's figure out what even happened in this episode, Kelsey. Okay, so
2: we get introduced to this character VT who basically makes money by having everyone try to guess her name. Um, and no one ever can. And then she like gets off work with her cat named Zero, which we love. And
1: just a chonky boy. Yeah. That
2: best fluffy. Yes. The best part of this episode, <laughs> for sure. And then they go to a cafe full of bounty hunters, apparently, and we find out that she hates bounty hunters. And uh, meanwhile, Faye is looking for a bounty that has a dragon tattoo, and she almost arrests the wrong guy. Who has, a, who has an eel tattoo instead? I just have a thing for eels. Yeah, he has a thing for eels. Um, and it's,
1: I love that it's like the 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 art style of his tattoo reminded me of My Little Pony.
2: <laughs> just yeah. like
1: like hearts and eels, and it was great. Yes.
2: So then Spike is supposed to go help Faye because the actual bounty gets away, but he Spike is busy being in a fight in the bar with a bunch of bounty hunters because. The bounty hunters are trying to assault the waitress, which I don't love. What was her name again? Muriel? Muriel. I love Muriel. The cafe waitress, Muriel. And then um, VT saves her and gets in a fight with all the bounty hunters. And then Spike steps in because they made him drop his egg that he was going to eat for his hangover. Do you know how hard it is to wash like egg yolk out of your pants?
1: (sighs) He truly is a noble warrior though, isn't he? Yeah,
2: he (laughs) is. He fights for all the right reasons. And then, so the go- the people they were fighting with leave after Spike joins the fight because they're scared of him. But they also ruin his spaceship. So when he goes to try to join Faye, he can't. So then he's hitchhiking. So then VT gives them a ride back to Jet and is listening to extremely loud heavy metal. So she is the heavy metal queen that we learn.
1: That's yeah, her trucker call sign. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. And then... Jet is trying to fix everyone's ships that were exploded by the tiniest bomb (laughs) on earth. Um, And then the VT, the trucker, like overhears that somebody did a hit and run and it ends up being the same bounty. And so she all of a sudden gets interested and she calls Spike and tells him to come help her get this guy. And they follow him into a very dangerous mine where everything is exploding. Plus there's explosives in the truck. And then the bounty dies again, of course, <laughs> so they can't collect the money. But they're trapped inside the mine, and so then with VT, who also survives the explosion somehow, even though she was right next to the trucker, literally right next to that. Yeah. So I don't know how that worked. But then um, they Plot come up with armor. a plan for <laughs> for Faye to use the pincers on her spaceship to. Take some explosives and put it into the part that's blocking their way out, so they can escape. And she's not a very delicate person, so they struggle. And then Spike is like ejecting from his spaceship, going across (laughs) in space, which we learned on a children's show this morning. His lungs would explode and his blood would boil if he did that. So, Mm -hmm. not very accurate. And then he makes (laughs) it back, and (laughs) And, they all escape.
1: Gun. He uses his gun
2: to, like, get back. Yeah, he uses the velocity of his gun shooting to get back to this, like, to make it to VT's ship or truck. (laughs) And then they escape, and then Spike guesses VT's real name because um, apparently she used to be married to, like, one of the most famous bounty hunters, which explains why she hates them. Because he's in heaven now. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Spike gives, like... Tries to she tries to give him his winnings and Spike doesn't take it and so they're still poor and they have to feed the dog sprouts.
0: Bean sprouts. Bean sprouts. Like I tried to feed my dog kale once and she hated me for a week. And then like Jet is like yelling at Ayn, like, these are good for you. And I'm like, Ayn does are, not want those and, bean sprouts. And are they?
1: I they're good for people. I don't know if they're good for dogs.
0: Never tried to feed them to my dog. You know, <laughs> I will do an experiment and I'll I'll let you know later.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, this this one was this one felt more like a a I don't know for lack of a better way of just like a normal a normal episode of a sh- of a show. Of yeah, really any show like just like
0: well, we had a beginning, middle, and end in it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Last episode was just so bizarre. There was so much to talk about in there. I feel I feel like I have less thoughts on this one just because it was like, yeah, it's
2: fine.
0: Okay. Yeah. The part that I that kind of stood out to me, um, and I I might just be inferring without enough ac- uh, concrete facts behind it, but I kind of got the vibes that Spike knew the um, like once he saw that photo, he knew like the like the super popular bounty hunter. Yeah. He
1: recognized yeah. him for sure. Well, yeah, because there is that callback where she's like, I only knew one other person who drank this hangover rem- remedy that was, like, it what Disgusting. Was it? A raw egg and
0: uh, Tabasco. Tabasco. And... maybe? Some pepper? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the clear liquid? What did we take I some? I think it was
1: vodka or tequila or something. Oh. You know.
0: Hair of the dog.
1: Classic. <laughs> classic. If you're hungover, just get more drunk. Oh,
2: my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it's an approach yeah. people take. If you it just is. put it off
1: forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about is the opening shot of of Spike was him pants down on a toilet. Yes,
0: sitting on talking a toilet. on the phone. I mean, who hasn't yeah. talked on the phone in the toilet? And uh, just true. looking,
1: just looking like absolute hell. Yeah, absolute <laughs> Did look really bad. Circles <laughs>
0: under his eyes. He was like slouching because he just didn't have the willpower to hold himself up. But Faye is like eating a Sunday, like an ice cream Sunday at her place and looked miserable like that family fun Mm -hmm. restaurant i really enjoyed it there were like little over the announcements there were little mentions to like mousy and tinier mouse for like mickey and minnie or just like things like that and the place was like it was a kid's family friendly restaurant and there's just like that's where the bounty hunter decides to go hang out like the uh the original dragon tattoo guy
1: which is making me laugh too because that means the the dude that she thought was the bounty who wasn't was really just there to have a good time. Like,
0: yeah. Like, Maybe
2: he was waiting like, for his family to catch up with him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: And then,
2: like, this sexy lady was like, Do you want to basically, I like to, I want to have fun with you. And he's like, Great. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that.
0: And then she this. pulls a gun. Family friendly restaurant, y'all. Yeah. Very violent.
2: Yes. Lots of unfamily things happening mm-hmm. in the restaurant today. Mm-hmm
0: yes that's very true my all-time favorite part of this session so we've established muriel was the 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 server um at the beginning that was literally being sexually assaulted by some of the patrons like the bounty hunters correct um and then like a little little bit of time goes by and like the folks um which we'll address in a moment that vandalized uh spike's car (laughs) she comes back oh spike something happened to your ship he's like why didn't you tell me muriel (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you right now. now. (laughs) Obviously, I am telling you. I would
2: die for her. I know. I know. Oh, Muriel. Muriel. (laughs) And then we also didn't address that when the cat was in the truck, he had a seatbelt.
0: A little seatbelt over top. More to keep the cat cozy than to keep it safe. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Cause yeah, it feels like it could have just slipped right out there, but yeah. I bet it made him feel like nice and secure. Oh my god, yeah. If there's no gravity for a little while; you won't float yeah, up. The cat could just be yeah, secured
0: down, he's so there's benefits. To take a nap.
2: He's not gonna run into the walls while he's taking his nap.
0: Exactly. Having yeah. the cat on top of Spike's head too. When Zira was like, "Yeah, this is the human I want to be around." The cat made yeah. the choice. I will say I liked the scene
2: where all the truckers were on the radio because I yeah. feel like you've heard stories that that. I think it doesn't happen as much anymore. Um but like that it used to be like that that long haul truckers would just like talk to each other on the radio mm-hmm. and like become best friends. And so that was kind of fun that they all had their code names and they were helping each other out and
1: Oh, I've heard stories about you, Heavy Metal Trucker. Heavy or...
2: Metal Queen.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, Heavy Metal Queen.
0: Did I you like have the a favorite one truck? with the Beanie Babies. Yes, I like the one with all the alcohol and plants. Yeah. <laughs> There was the, the one two with all... The things you need to live in. Yeah. <laughs> there was also the one with all the naked ladies. Yep. Yep. That was the first one we saw, which uh-huh. felt like we've seen like a character that that's just what was in the background. And again, like yeah. I want to want to, I don't want to say the word demonize it, but I want to like put it down. But then again, that was just a thing.
3: Yeah. In 98, mm-hmm.
0: 99. Like I, yeah. I lived with families where their sons just had like nudie posters all over the wall and nobody second guessed it. Yeah. So interesting. Weird times.
1: Guess, live your best life. Yeah. I
0: guess. As long as you do to be respectful, you know? Don't yeah. just yeah. treat women like objects because I feel yeah. like my
2: my thing is like why would you why do we have it in public places where mm-hmm. like other people but whatever.
0: Like yeah. that one guy had his eel tattoo on his chest and a little bit of his tummy. He knew he was covering that up. He kept us from his loves.
2: Yeah. He so just really yeah. loved eels. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: fine. And then she
2: like tells <laughs> the funny thing that happened in that scene with Faye was she like told the other guy, quick, call the police. This guy's a criminal. And it ended up being Decker, who was the bounty. Yes. And he like runs out of the restaurant covering his arm with his dragon tattoo on it. Um and
1: classic runs into the closed door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a little physical comedy.
0: Yeah. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. Steve, did you have a favorite part? I don't know. <sighs>
1: Nothing really sticks out. I I I liked I liked the um the heavy metal heavy metal queen as a character.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think she's interesting and I I hope that she comes back. Like I hope honestly she's the first character that I really feel like has the potential to show up again even if she's not a major character. Like I yeah. think that's kind of clear. But like maybe as the story revo- resolves you find that we're we're going to find out a little bit about like why Spike maybe knew or how Spike knew her husband and, like... Well,
0: like, do you think the cat knew who Spike was? Because, like, he's interacted with the OG oh. bounty hunter? Oh!
2: Because it did seem like
0: Spike, like, when VT was,
2: like, you're a dirty, no-good bounty hunter. And the cat, like, jumped on Spike's head, like,
0: meow. But we're, <laughs> but friends. But we're baby, friends. But it's baby Spike. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And, and, and I think and and i'm i'm curious as to if we'll find out why he why famous bounty hunters in heaven and mm-hmm. it seems like from that picture i imagine whatever caused him to be in heaven is what made um was her name ended up being victoria right i
0: think so um, yeah
1: victoria not like bounty hunters yeah i was um,
2: picturing that cuz she also kept saying like she was using the word reckless and mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i I would imagine that that contributed to her hate of bounty hunters is like her husband did something dumb, which we have seen Spike do in literally every episode. Every
0: episode, like, but also he
2: should have died in every single episode. Yeah, and last so, episode he got shot in the face or around the face, got shot. Yeah, in the arm. I mean, we've seen him in the full cast. He ejected himself out of his spaceship into yeah. space. Why did his blood no. not boil? Why is he alive? That's exactly right. Um, the writers did not do their research. But you know,
1: you know what's interesting is. It seems like the heavy metal trucker has has a reputation of recklessness as well. Like, yeah, because one of them, one of the one of the truckers was like, "I've never heard of you, but I've heard some some crazy stories about the the heavy metal queen and stuff." And like, even how she's interacting, like, she has a she has an adrenaline junkie. I Vibes. shouldn't use that term. Yeah, she has um... a she's 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 looking for for her adrenaline. She yes. she she wants to live that like mm. intense.
0: But um, when you're married to it, a bounty hunter, that just kind ties. of goes hand in hand, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um. She said something that was really lovely, and it was something along the lines of, like, bounty hunters are, you know, scum of the earth. They only... They trade lives for money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, you were married to somebody who did that. So, like, I got, like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what when details. She was, and when she was talking about him, like, well, he'll have to do it from heaven, like,
2: you could tell there was still feeling in her voice. So, mm-hmm. it's not that... She like it seems like his death is what made her angry, not necessarily what he did when he was alive. if that yeah. makes sense. no, it does is the vibe that I got
0: mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah
1: All so right. I, I hope I hope she comes back
0: yeah, even so if it's just, wanna... even if it's
1: just a small piece
0: she was one of the I don't know if she's the only no, she's not um what I really, 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 really appreciated about her is not a single part of her was sexualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to be like, that's the only character this has happened to. But no, we've got quite a few women that have just been people. They're just women as is. And they're not like, we got a lot of like panty shots or like up the butt shots from Faye yeah. um, or like cleavage shots, but I, we aren't getting that with a lot of other characters. And I really, really like that.
1: It, it was, it was nice that it was a, that it was a main character too. Like mm-hmm. who had the camera on, on her a lot. Um.
2: I also felt like I was I was not able to predict gender until they like made it clear that she had a husband and, you know, at this time, like, I don't I don't remember if they showed it or not. But I I remember not knowing until like kind that. of halfway through. Even mm-hmm. with the name VT, it's
0: nice and neutral. Right, exactly and like everybody it could go guesses. either way. The guests is kind of informed that like they were guessing, like, a lot of feminine names, like, uh, Adriana. Right. Um, right. Latia, or, like, it yeah. was something silly, but yeah. Yeah, Leticia. Yeah!
1: <laughs> I, I
3: love also, those, those.
0: trio! Yeah, they came the, back!
1: When, 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 when she's like, that doesn't even have a V in it. <laughs> and, the, and, <laughs>
0: and then he's then exactly the next like, should gone like we Leticia. should with <laughs> Leticia. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so, like, those trio, and those yeah. are the ones mm-hmm. that we see from time to time. Like, I know there's an episode coming up that we're gonna see them again, those three old men. Um, yeah. Which is just fun. They're, They're the like worst. the silly reoccurring <laughs> characters.
1: Um, but and, and and the fact that they that they had this I, this I do think as we're talking about this is is probably pretty pretty unique for that time period too. Is this strong female character um, that has more mask vibes and and is respected by everyone? Is yes. not like like that never comes as a. Um,
0: it's not. I a feel like in a failure, lot of shows, uh, it's like,
1: yeah, it's. There's
0: a better word to use, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I think I think that was a really, a really unique piece for that that time period of. Yeah, of... That
0: gets a thumbs up. Do we want to talk about the thumbs down? Um, our sombrero friends. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and like I'm, I am seeing a theme time and time again. If there's somebody that just needs to be used as a throwaway villain, um, they are racialized. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And at Mm -hmm. first I was like, yay, representation. But now I'm seeing a theme of like, oh, no, they're all the villains. Well, I think
1: I think for me, um, with with especially that that trio, I have a hard time with because there is some very strong stereotypes of um, middle aged Latino men being drunks, being sexist,
2: being lazy,
0: being
1: lazy. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, there was so
0: much wrapped into that, like 60 seconds
1: yeah and that's and that's we've seen that with those that group multiple mm-hmm. times um,
0: yeah, so that gets a thumbs down for me, you know there were some good moments where I felt like the show did well, um, and there were some other moments where it was like, why did you have to make that choice what mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> just and, why and it's 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 one of those things where it feels like western western theme is really, really hard to do
0: not racistly
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, because that time period was just
0: rampant with ra-
1: <laughs> racism, racism and sexism and mm-hmm. i mean
2: the west was built on racism yeah yeah,
1: yeah. colonialism
0: and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and there's there's just so much wrapped into that and and i think it's very easy for people to get caught up in i'm just representing the time period or i'm just representing and and
3: mm-hmm. and
1: the thing is this this show is supposed to be set in 2070
3: or, yeah. 2071 or
1: whatever and so yeah. like And, and, and the effects that those have on, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm half Latino. And, and so like, I've seen these stereotypes all the time and you see them as an excuse as to why immigrants can be treated poorly as you, you see it as an excuse as to why um, Latinos aren't hired in, in higher, higher positions in business, like all this stuff Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's all wrapped up. And so.
2: I mean, it. It is, it's a, it's a method of laziness, right? Of like, we have a very short episode. We're trying to communicate something, you know, we're trying to show that bounty bounty hunters are no good. It's very easy for us to make, to make the villain (sighs) look dark to match the darkness we're trying to portray inside. Uh It just feels very lazy. Like, we would understand that these were bad guys because of their actions, Regardless of what they looked like. You don't need to also give us that clue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, it, it is kind of like a lazy, like, okay, it, let's do this to really drive the point home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's like, no, we get it. Mm-hmm. We, we oh, yeah. We would have understood. No it matter what the people poor looked like. Yeah. No, <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> Muriel's just trying to make a living. Well, well and, and, it, and it
1: goes into that stereotype of... Um, uh, of POC men being sexual predators. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, mm-hmm. that, goes, that goes across the board um, as something that's like, we get it. <laughs> and if that's the only place you're going to have people in the show who are representing those ethnicities, that's where it's a problem.
0: Exactly. And I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing them going in the right direction for that. Like, I just think back to—I don't see a trajectory for it now. Yeah, like what am I? I was so happy like uh, that one episode where he, episode two with Ein, um, mm-hmm. the one villain who changed his face and his his him, and he went by the name Hakim, um, or Abdul, um, and it was just like, oh, okay, like shout out to that. Like, you know, we don't often see Arabic representation on like Afro-Arabic on mm-hmm. in anime. Um, but then it's like, oh, he's the villain. Well, that kind of sucks. Like, you know, maybe we'll get yeah. some something better next time. It's like, it just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And like the only reason that someone like that would be in this country is to do something bad. To do <laughs> villainy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do look forward to meeting for y'all to meet Edward. Um, I don't know. I just know that Edward's from Earth.
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I believe that he's a real character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're making this up. I keep talking about this poor child. <laughs> one
0: day you will meet them. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's the conversation for how I feel about Edward um, in a later episode. Because um, for mm. this one, yeah, I mean, I liked it. It offered everything that like I, I would have expected from Cowboy Bebop um VT was super cool. The MVP was obviously Zero's the cat.
1: Well, I mean, yeah,
0: obviously. The minute, Hands the down. minute.
1: I think I said when we were watching it, the minute Zero showed up, I was like, "Well, this is the best episode." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Giant fluff ball.
2: I also feel like this whole conversation that we're having right now, like this is not the first time we've had it mm-hmm. on. From so I feel like kind of like what you said, the trajectory is not there for it to change, and so in some ways it's like it almost brings up this question for me of like. Then how do you deal with, like, consuming content that still has value, but, like, it's also very problematic? problematic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's all media for the last hundred years. Oh, easily. Right?
0: I had a conversation with somebody recently about... um there was, you know, Twitter drama going on with like, uh, w- um, Wizards of the Coast, like the D and D people, um, and it's essentially like we can still consume media that's problematic as long as you have the critical thinking and awareness to identify mm-hmm. what the issues are and do not replicate that in your real life, and you take what entertainment you are receiving as is, you know, yeah, because there needs to be a a level of distinction distinction that you can make as. As a fully formed human being, you know, please right. use your brain and recognize, you know what? That's bad. I'm not going to reinforce those stereotypes, but I really loved the mining asteroid explosion scene. I didn't because yeah. it was confusing, but you get the idea.
2: You know? <laughs> well, it's so
0: interesting. This is like kind of a tangent, but it's
2: definitely along these same lines of like, I feel like my whole life I've. I've heard people in the media outside of it talking about specifically romantic relationships in regard to, you know, when you watch a rom-com, you need to know that that's not real life, that that's not a real expectation. But then we never apply that to any of these other tropes that we have seen in media our whole Mm -hmm. lives. You know, no one ever told me growing up, you know, the villain is often a person of color, but that's not real. But I heard that all the time about romantic relationships in movies. So... It just comes back to what you're saying of like applying critical thinking skills and how we kind of only apply it to what we want to. Yeah. Whereas you really need to look at all of it and apply your critical
0: thinking to everything that you see in media as opposed to just the one thing. Have you seen anything on Disney Plus yet that has like those content warnings? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Yeah. Um, Again, on Twitter, I saw some people being upset that they exist, but like I love me some content warnings. Well, and, and it's, it's important to,
1: well, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to go all the way down this road. Yes. There's a, in, in the U.S., which I know what happens here bleeds over into lots of places. There's this, this push by, um, right wing to ban critical race theory. Oh, yeah. Right. Which is this, this law school level theory that's not taught in any classes in like, elementary school or middle school or high school, right? But this push is based out of this fear that if you criticize the past, all it does is, there, there's no benefit. All it, all it does is make people mad at white people. Um, is the best so way that I like can- It's, it's it, the it,
2: argument And, and it's, like, it's like,
1: no, the, the only way we can actually get to the point where we move forward in an equal society is go, hey, that thing, that the Jim Crow era in mm-hmm. the United States- was really bad. Like that was a a systemic, um, inst- or law set of laws. Sorry for those of you who are going to criticize where this is an anime podcast. Um, that that the sole purpose was to oppress people and to keep power it, with with those who had power, which at that time was white folks, right? And and so there's this belief that like if we criticize that, then everything that that America has ever done. Is terrible it's like no no everything is everything is nuanced and complicated yes, right it's like not... <sighs> and and so so you have to apply that to, to media where yes. it's like you can love you can love something you can love cowboy bebop and you can say this is problematic in mm-hmm. cowboy Bebop and mm-hmm. I love it and those two things can exist together yeah and, and actually if you really love it you have to do that
0: yeah truly well
2: and like <laughs> We're, I'm just going to take it down a different road, too, about, like, even in interpersonal relationships, we walk that line all the time. Yeah. I love this person, and there are things that are very problematic about them because they are a person. That's yeah. true about me. That's true about, that's true about every single person. So we do that all the time in our personal lives where we're like, you are problematic, and yet I love you and I commit to you. You know, like, mm-hmm. we do that all the time, but... it. We have gone down a huge tangent with that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, we do know how to do it. Mm-hmm. We've just been taught that you don't have to do it all the time. You don't have to apply it to certain things that genuinely but you do. But we really that do need to. We really do need to do it all the time. Yes. So
1: here's a question is in, in that conversation, when do you walk away? When do you say, this is too much?
0: That's personal. Based on your values and your own understanding of the content. Like, I won't watch, um, what are those movies again? American Pie.
3: Mm.
0: Um, I I unfortunately rewatched them in the past five years and I was just uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. Um, The exploitation and the verbal abuse and just the way women are treated was very gross. But I recognize in that time, It was what was funny. I grew up in that time. Like, I I can look at that and be like, yeah, I've lived through that, but I don't enjoy that anymore. So I walk away from that and I do not consume that kind of media. I mean, that's a personal choice. Other people, if you watch American Pie films, all the power to you. But that I just don't want to consume anymore. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think just like there is a difference between people who watch American Pie because it's part of their personal history and you know and they're walking that line that we talked about and then there are people who watch it and say you know people who complain about this are being too sensitive there's you know there's a big difference between the two ways that it's being consumed and like i want to try to be the kind of person who's doing it the first way um and i i am a big believer of like if you're not having fun or if it's making you uncomfortable don't
1: do that Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think the that goes along with that is you have to let people walk away too. Like. Yes. Like
2: don't you have to listen to them. when
1: when someone when someone's like this makes me feel uncomfortable. They one they don't have to tell you why.
0: Mm-mm. They don't owe you that.
1: Um. And, and two like. Why Why do you care? And it's not like, a
2: judgment on you. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm not saying I think you're a bad person just to continue to use the same mm-hmm. example. I don't care if other people watch American Pie. It's not a judgment against you that I don't want to. So, yeah. Wow, this is... this is uh, We really took it to a whole nother level here today.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's important to have... There a... wasn't
2: much to talk about in the episode, so I feel like we just... <laughs> We went a different direction.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's important. I think in these, especially in the show that does keep having these recurring themes, to I don't know to 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 explore them and, yeah. and acknowledge them and, and know that they're there and um and talk about why it's problematic.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um, my favorite thing about consuming media is being able to have these kind of discussions.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. because media is a, is a reflection of of culture. It mm-hmm. it doesn't come out of like thin air. Yeah. Because the, st- the stuff that, that doesn't get consumed by any- anybody, it's because nobody connects to it.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a
2: question about Cowboy Bebop in general. So, yeah. like, it seems like people who love Cowboy Bebop, like, love it so much. Do you know, be culturally, how big it was at the time? Was it kind of a niche thing then? Because I do feel like it is still
0: kind of a niche thing now. Yeah. That's a harder thing for me to answer, because when it came out, I was nine or ten, Okay. And I was like waking up in the middle of the night to like turn on my tube TV to watch it because I w I'd uh-huh. to be up at like twelve. Um, <laughs> Holding the antenna
1: to make sure you get some yeah! good reception. <laughs> <Yeah>!
0: <laughs> um, so like I was talking with my friends about Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Sailor Moon. Yeah. I didn't really have anybody to talk to about Cowboy Bebop, which is part of why I've never really finished watching it. Um, mm-hmm. It was niche at the time, but I might I was not exactly the right age for it. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm also curious. Um, as so we, we the the Netflix live action got canceled mm-hmm. and I'm curious as to I haven't I haven't watched the the discourse online or whatever and what what people have said and stuff. But I'm curious as to how much of um, the change in feel like how much how, how different it feels like these these yeah. subtle more subtle things. Because I, I remember when it first came out there were people super upset that Faye basically that Faye wasn't walking around naked all the time. Yeah. And it's like, Uh, um, that's not dare she like,
2: yeah, that would be interesting to know. Like, why do we really not like it? Which I feel like
1: what's the we're hoping
2: to watch it after this. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are a plenty of legitimate reasons to not like it. But maybe part of the quote unquote problem is that culturally they made it more appropriate. And now everyone's like, well, it feels so much different than the original,
0: which could be very, very, like very Mm -hmm. viable. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it either because I don't know if I want to like, if I want to like watch it on my own time. And like, I just, we have to do like a special episode where we do talk about yeah. it. Like, yeah, a we will.
1: Couple. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Absolutely.
0: Okay. I think this was a fantastic episode where we addressed quite a lot. Um, yeah. So let's end up with, uh, let's do our quick predictions. Um, so, next episode is going to be titled uh, Waltz for Venus. What do we think that means? Is somebody dancing? Are they going to Venus?
2: Uh, I think we're gonna find out more about Ein. <laughs> 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 oh gosh, every
3: single I, prediction. Jeez.
2: Ein, Ein, Ein. Waltz, Waltz for I'm Venus. I'm gonna be right. I will be right. At I, some point.
1: I wonder. So I think the um, the first like big background story was a, was ballad for something, something, something. Oh. I wonder if Waltz will have to do with, like, like. I wonder if I wonder if that language is indicating that maybe we'll get some, like, more deeper background if, if that's kind of how it's communicated. I'm here for this. That's my prediction.
0: Heck yeah. I'm going to predict that it's probably the episode finally for Edward. I don't know if I'm right. <laughs> I hope so. Once you know again, what? Yeah. One of these times, B, you're going to be
2: right. And I'm also going to be right yeah. one of these times. We'll get there. And then... And I
1: I will never. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Corgi butts.
2: Corgi butts. Yeah, how many we given to this episode? I feel like three to the Cowboy Bebop episode, because it was more, there there were more enjoyable characters. I almost feel like it was even more linear. Mm-hmm. It felt like it gave us more context of the world, even like learning like, oh, there are long haul truckers in this world, you know, things like that. So cool.
1: I love the ships, by the the, the long haul trucker ships that it like looked like they had naturally evolved from yeah. trucks.
2: Yeah. So I think three for the Cowboy Bebop episode, but I I actually really, I feel like this, Series is giving us more chance to like have the conversations that we had today mm-hmm. than my hero academia. And I don't know if that's because we're getting more comfortable with each other or like specific to the anime itself, but um so I give five Corgi butts to this episode of Anime Attache,
0: but only three <laughs> to the episode
2: <laughs>
0: of, I of like Cowboy Bebop. I like that. Yeah. Um yeah, my rating is probably gonna be exactly the same: five to our episode. Five corgi butts, five stars, but three to the episode um, or three to the, yeah, um, the long haul truckers, heavy metal queen. There were some really cool things um, and there were some really just not great things. But all in all, it was an episode. We got to see the characters doing more character related things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary based off what we've already seen. So I'm I'm waiting for more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually going to give a two to this episode.
0: Oh. I um
1: I liked the previous one more than this one. Excuse me. <laughs> because really, like, and and here's why: is this felt very cookie cutter vanilla?
0: Yeah. As it, okay. as
1: episode goes, and um the previous episode, while it had a lot of real weird vibes coming off of it, it I was hooked into it more. Huh. Um. So, Mm -hmm. so I think from a, from a, from a, like a show perspective of, do I want, like I would go rewatch the last one actually.
2: Obsessed Um, with chaos. Because,
1: because I'm like, because I want, I want to understand, it was so complex and complicated that, that, that draws me in. Whereas this is like, I feel like there's a certain extent where I could have, once I knew the first five to seven minutes. I could have written this episode. Yeah, um,
0: very predictable. And,
1: and so, which which some sh- which sometimes shows just need that, oh, and totally. you have to have these, I love that these shit. bridge gaps. Um, it's Same. just it's just not really my thing. Um,
0: Steven but... likes uh, unpredictability and chaos. <laughs> Whatever's I in do. between is what I like. I like chaos, but I also I love a little bit of predictability. I want to know what's structured, going on. Structured chaos. I'm yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I feel like I want the overarching premise to be predictable with little surprises mixed in
0: (laughs) oh that's perfect well thank you everybody for listening we hope at a minimum if this hasn't already inspired you to watch cowboy bebop that we've inspired you to think critically about the content that you do consume because that is my favorite pastime that is just happening all the time Mm -hmm. i have been your host sensei and no longer geriatric (laughs) <laughs> uh, individual b zelda you can find me on twitter as at b underscore zelda podcaster streamer writer and community manager for adventurers league
2: you can find me at kelsey d garcia on twitter um i am the C- the ceo of faith forge academy productions but besides that don't do much <laughs> else uh in in that world
1: yeah and i'm steven i'm at the underscore bad dm uh i am a D&D content producer, show writer, podcast editor, streamer, stuff. Primarily around said Payforge Forge Academy. Um, so lots of stuff happening there. And um, actually, B and I are going to be on a show in the... New year. S- spring? Yeah. 2022? T- <laughs> can't believe Ugh. I said that number out loud.
0: Are not far in the future?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so literally literally cowboy bebop is is only 50 years away so that's concerning
0: oh wow okay where's my hover taxi also really quickly (laughs) something i meant to talk about last up last episode and i just my brain caught up those taxis in this world are so accessible
2: yeah, mm-hmm. like, the, the, not only did the door, like, open up, but then they had, like, to put the wheelchair just yeah. in the regular taxi. That was amazing. Come on, yeah. world. We're only take 50 notes. years away from this. Obviously, it it it's possible yeah. if they could draw
0: it in a cartoon. I Take mean,
1: notes, Elon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Elon, <laughs> yeah. don't take notes. I don't want you to patent this. No. Uh, that's a
1: good point, but you can pay us, Elon. Yes, just
0: yes. Pay we'll us a bunch of money. I'll take stocks. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how they work, I am stubborn about that, but I will take them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, blank checks, we also accept. Um, yes, please. <laughs> uh, all shall right. you sing well, us Kelsey, Yeah, play <laughs> us out.
2: The only thing that came in my mind right now is this. It's, you know <laughs> what, it's, good. it's yeah. good to have a
1: classic. Yeah. Yes. To, go, exactly. to go back. All right, I'm getting stuck. <sighs>